Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Lucas and Vincent were not in the mainstream of gay life. I was saving body parts, such as uh, skulls. Doesn't it bother you that he's a fag? You have done me a great service. Now I must service you. And the drugs were, were always a, a cry for attention, for somebody to pay attention to me before I, you know, kill somebody. <laughs> You can imagine what it smells like if you go into a closed room. Something is trying to get inside my body. Yeah, she's female and she's waiting for you in the cabana. And you want to sleep with me. Buckle up, sodomites, and welcome to the Sinister Sissies podcast. Your guide to true crime, horror, and everything man-on-man and macabre. I'm Jared, your master of depravity, staring at the beautiful face of my filthy little slave, Sam Hamilton. I'm back, Sam! And I'm back in my place. So, you know, we all we all know our place in this world and we're both sitting in the right spot now. Thank you, Sam, and the various guests that have handled the last uh, two episodes. It's been great. I haven't listened to them yet. I admit I confess <laughs> that to Sam. But Look, I will I've been told to by them. many uh, unnamed sources that are the best episodes ever. The best episodes yet, yeah. Well, you know, we'll compare the ratings to see if, you know, adding... Yeah, these- maybe don't. <laughs> Who knows? It might be preferable. Uh, it's good to be back. I took some time off and I've been doing a lot of writing uh, on various true crime things, which you can hear about by going to our Patreon, where you can get our after shows, where I can talk about those sorts of things if you're interested. Um, but for the first show back, uh, a bit of a loosey-goosey episode. Uh, and one of those uh, classic ones where uh, there's currently a trial afoot. So what word are we going to use a lot, Sam? Allegedly. 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 I feel like the the game show girl that like turns the letter. (laughs) A for allegedly. A lot of allegedly happening here, although uh, not looking great for the accused. I would say that. (laughs) That the 
evidence uh, seems a bit strong in this case. It's definitely stacked against him. He's, he definitely wasn't very big on um, online anonymity. You know, if you're going to plan out these things, you don't post about it in a forum and make yourself so easily traceable. Hasn't he heard of a VPN? We'll see. So not everyone's a true crime expert. So we, we've done enough of these cases that we know how to cover our tracks. He was just pursuing his desires, Sam. Um, maybe he was, yeah, maybe it was all a fantasy until one day he just, you know, snapped and gave in. I don't know. And the fantasy that we're talking about is a cannibalistic fantasy. We are talking about uh, the German case of the killing of Stefan Trojic. And apologies if I'm mispronouncing the victim's name there. My German is terrible. Stefan Trojic uh, disappeared in September last year um, and two months later uh, a number of his body parts were discovered. As we'll see the police investigation led to the charging of a man that we only know as Stefan R. But I was saying to Jared it's odd though because Stefan R's picture has been released but just not his name so surely anybody who sees that photo and knows him will know you know his identity will be leaked like very quickly anyway. As well as occupational details and an age. It must be, it's a quirk of the German legal system, I think, in terms of anonymity here. But we do Show have, but don't tell. But we do have a weird situation where the victim in this case, uh, Stefan Trochik, um, has the same first name as the alleged killer, Stefan R. Um, so we're going to have a, a bit of a chat about what we know about this, this case so far. As I said, uh, it's linked to a cannibal connection. So I'm assuming uh, long-time listeners will be thinking of the Armin Maivis case, which was another German cannibalist uh, cannibal case. Um, we're going to talk about how this might be similar and how that this might be um, different. Uh, importantly, there's no evidence here that Stefan Trochik consented to anything that happened to him. What we do know uh, about Stefan R is that he is a 41-year-old school teacher. Uh, he apparently teaches maths and chemistry. Prosecutors allege that Stefan R uh, uses the pseudonym Master Butcher 79 online it's a little uh, on the nose it is because that is a direct reference to armin Mivis, the german cannibal um who the media called master butcher so i think the implication here is that stefan r was a fan of armin Mivis. yes it sounds like the teacher became the student wait because you know he's a teacher because oh. isn't stefan r a teacher in real life <laughs> Yep, I'm not here for my comedy career, uh, but I tried. Look, it worked because it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I'm just going to crawl back into my hole. Uh, no, bring your hole back. It, it's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, the world the world can can see, can glimpse into my hole again. That's fine. Yes. If you can uh, see. So as Master Butcher 79, uh, Stefan R. Um, made multiple searches about uh, the subject of consuming penises. This is this is like the watered down um, media reporting on it. So he did several searches on the subject of consuming penises. Um, 
He also made uh, a number of searches for keywords such as uh, long pigs and fatten and slaughter people. Now, okay, I went down a rabbit hole, right? Okay. Long pigs is what cannibalism fetishists call each other because, so, okay, history of cannibalism, short history of cannibalism. Um, for a very, very long time, cannibalism was one of those things that uh, colonizers like the British would accuse local native people of doing, right? Um, and so in a lot of Islander countries, they would claim that they uh, killed and cooked men on like a stick and they called it long pigs, okay? Because they would normally put like pigs on a spit. Um, and so that's how we get that notion of long pigs, which cannibalism fetishists now call each other. So if you're- um, I've actually learned something today. Yeah. So if you're, if you're looking to be eaten, you'd call yourself a long pig. So um, Stefan R was searching on the internet, you know, trying to find his long pig. Now, um, Stefan R was part of some kind of dark neck cannibalism communities, um, which are a thing. And they were a thing when Armin Mivis was on the internet and they're a thing now. Um, yeah, I just really think for any budding cannibals who might be listening, I, I think just look at everything that Stefan R did and don't do it. Because he really didn't hide. He really didn't hide his tracks very well at all. I mean, I, I feel like my mum could have done a better job. So I think this is all fine if it's just fantasy role play internet stuff, right? Like you still want to. You still want to. If you're going, if you're using the dark net, which I wouldn't even know how to personally use, of course. Um, you, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta cover that shit up. Even if you, once you're in this domain, you cannot be identifiable. With don't inform them how to get away with eating people. <laughs> well, I'm just saying don't be stupid. I'm not telling you, I'm not giving you any specific advice. I'm just saying don't do what he did. So um, here are some of the kinds of posts that people post on cannibalism forums. And this was in a report in The Sun, which is not the most, it's the most tabloidy thing ever. But um, cannibal seeks meal, one post reads. This 37-year-old man seeks a nice, nice, cute piece of meat. I prefer girls. Another says, I'm a 30-something man looking for a female so we can sample each other's flesh. Cut together, cook together, and eat together. Non-lethal cuts so we can enjoy eating one another. It's kind of nice. Like it's, yeah, it's just a little bit of like, you know, an exchanging of the essence of each other. Well. The psychology of it's very, very interesting as well. Because I went down another little rabbit hole um, where people classify different types of cannibals, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got you've got sexual cannibals who are obviously motivated because they want to like eat the person or be eaten because like they're gonna get off on it. It's like a purely sexual-based thing, which on a purely abstract level, I can understand why that might be like an eroticized thing. Like it's the ultimate dom sub. It's dom sub. It's it's taboo. It's taking someone else's life into your own hands. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Then there is uh, aggressive cannibalism where usually somebody has killed someone and they eat them kind of out of spite, right? Like it's not actually about satisfying a sexual need. It's like, you fucker, I hate you so much. I'm going to cook you up. So like a, like a Catherine Knight trying to feed her husband to her kids type situation. If she tried some of that, it would be an aggressive cannibalism. Okay. Um, and then we have. I'm, I'm kind of seeing. I'm kind of seeing myself as an aggressive cannibal. Then. Oh really? Just like yeah. you, you'd hate the taste of it, but you'd swallow it down just out of like spite. Well, revenge is sweet, but um, the taste of my enemy's flesh is sweeter. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm all for. I'm all for a bit of torture. I never. I would never want to let someone get off easy. Well, so I thought earlier you were hinting at. So another category is the spiritual cannibalism right okay and that's where so like Jeffrey Dahmer had a thing where he thought that he was like picking up on people's like like um if he ate someone that was like a talented football player he would become a talented football player like his his mental illness went to a weird place where he was trying to consume the qualities of that person and there was a bit of that with um oh fuck the Mexican cartel guy, Adolfo. Yes, Adol- Adolfo, Const- Adolfo Constanzo. Do you want Adolfo me to just repeat Constanzo. that? No, no, no. That's... We forget the things we've done episodes. So this is not a high quality <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, Adolfo Constanzo. Did he eat? Yeah, sister? he would brew them in his cauldron. So, yeah, I mean, that's another kind of um, spiritual and ritual type of thing. Um, then there's nutritional, which is the rarest one, which is people that think that there's some sort of like actual nutritional benefit in eating human flesh. Um, and then there's my favorite category, which is Epicurean, right? Which is apparently, um, this is kind of what I think Hannibal Lecter would be like, is that people who see it as like a sophisticated status symbol to consume human flesh and so a lot of like royalty back in the day Mm. were epicurean cannibals um could you say that like elizabeth bathory was like borderline epicurean i mean she didn't eat though she just bathed in their blood didn't she and she had a quasi spiritual motivation as well as well like she wanted Mm. the youth yeah she wanted the youth of these or she might have been nutritional if she thought it was actually like a physical transformation well, maybe she was kind of like the like the versatile cannibal. Maybe there needs to be a new category for her. The the girl boss cannibal. The girl boss cannibal. There you go. <laughs> Hashtag GBC. Um, yeah. So I thought it was kind of interesting that like there were these different can- like categories of cannibals um, that you could find amongst killers, um, mm. and we don't know much about um, Stefan R. Um, but he there did though is... apparently though what didn't he also ask on one of the forums though if it's possible to survive a general amputation? Mm-hmm. He was very so he fixated did... on the penis. Yeah, he really which... wanted a dick in his mouth, but he, but you know in a in a chewy chew way. Yeah, which is which is one of the reasons I think that the when they they've charged him, they do try and categorize him as a purely sexual motivated cannibal. Mm. Um, so there's yeah different types of those sorts of things. One category that is not on here that I just want to talk about, because again I went down a cannibalism rabbit hole, 
Um, there was a guy on Reddit that was verified by Vice as someone who actually existed, who um, got into a motorcycle accident and ended up having to get his foot cut not cut off and amputated because of that motorcycle accident. Um, and then him and a bunch of willing friends cooked and ate his foot. <laughs> oh, that's like a that's like bonding cannibalism. That's just like you know the bros. Yes, yeah. it's like up. the Reddit lads version yeah. of cannibalism, um, which it doesn't fit the existing category. So I think I'm, I'm going to have to coin something new for this like Reddit type of cannibalism. What we know about Stefan Trotschik's uh, disappearance and eventual death is that in September of 2020, he went to meet a man um, that he'd spoken to on a gay dating site, Planet Romeo, um, when he uh, failed to come home after that night, he was reported by his flatmates as missing the next day. Um, prosecutors allege that Trochik met up with Stefan R. They had sex and um, Trochik was then murdered and his body was cut up into uh, pieces that were then consumed in parts. Um, now, the reason we know he um, was partially consumed is that on the 6th of November 2020, a group of dog walkers, it's always fucking dog walkers. It's always dog walkers stuff. or joggers. <laughs> yeah. A group it's, of dog it's walkers. It's never just like someone like on their phone, like, oh, look at this. It's always somebody exercise upstart. No, see, this is a good lesson person. for why our generation focused on our phones and headphones in are maybe saving ourselves from like horrible discoveries because we don't just see do a home workout, you won't find a body. <laughs> Um, so these dog walkers were going for a walk and they found a, a leg bone, um, which was analyzed and found to have bite marks on it. What would you do if you, if you thought that you found like a human leg bone, I would just convince myself that it was like a really big chicken or something. I'd be like, nah, that can't be, that can't be human. I mean, how? I suppose. So this is only two months afterwards. So it's probably got a fair amount of the flesh yeah, attached to him. Although I'm imagining, I've seen bones. That, I'm imagining <laughs> that he's like dissolved it or something to some extent. Because what, didn't they find cleaning agent um, like sodium hydroxide right. or something in his apartment? You're right. So it might have been more of a clean bone. Um, in which case, yeah, I'm surprised that they automatically went to this is clearly a leg bone. Um, well, at least they just thought it looks weird and took it, I guess. But they, did they pick it up? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Well, they called the cops. I don't know. I can't imagine like finding a suspected leg bone and being like, I'm going to stand here and call the police. But maybe that's what they did. I mean, they did do because the police um, used specialty trained dogs um, to, I don't know how they even do this, to sniff around the area where they found the leg bone and the dogs went straight to Stefan R's apartment. Whilst yeah, I'm very curious about the whole capture component because, yeah, it seems almost, yeah, it seems like the details are very scarce and I can't really believe that it seems a bit fantastical that these sniffer dogs were able to just take them straight to the scene of the crime. Like, I'm, I want to know what the gaps are here. I mean, they're, they're trained to follow scents um, and the leg bone was relatively close to his address. 
So yeah, I suppose the, it was like really nearby. As opposed to, so a number of other skeletal remains have now been found throughout Berlin. Um, and so he did try to scatter some of the pieces, allegedly. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, this is the only thing he did, bloody did right. At least he didn't leave it all in one place. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, except for someone the say bone, allegedly? Which, except for the leg bone, which was uh, close to his address. Um, at his address, police found a bloody bone saw, as well as chemicals that could be used to dissolve a body. Um, so I think it was lye, um, which can, it's like a base chemical that can dissolve flesh. Um, he was not I like that you look to me as if I don't answer. I'm like, okay, oh, so chemistry, um, flesh dissolving agents. Yep, that's my thing. Um, so police are, um, at first did not arrest Stefan R, but as soon as they got evidence back that there were bite marks on one of the bones discovered, um, they felt that they had sufficient evidence to charge him. The main charge against Stefan R is um, sexual murder with a base motive, um, which is a very odd charge. It's obviously a specifically German charge. Um, if convicted, he is facing life in imprisonment. Um, the prosecution had said in its opening statement that the accused killed the victim because he sought sexual satisfaction through the killing and wanted to eat parts of the corpse. Um, well, sadly, look, it all lets out the internet search history. Well, yes, which all kind of comes together as a bit of an infinite, a, a strong piece of evidence. Um, sadly, the New York Post reported um, the feelings of Stefan Trotschik's, sorry, Stefan Trotschik's uh, family, um, who said that they want to know what happened to their son and they don't expect Stefan R to justify himself or try to apologize. They just want to know what happened. The trial is still ongoing. In fact, there was a, there's a hearing happening today as we're recording, um, but a verdict is not expected until October. And I'll leave you with this disturbing finding. They have found most of Stefan Trochik's body. However, the one organ that is missing is his penis. Yeah, look, something tells me that might have been stowed away for a rainy day. Thank you for listening to the Sinister Sissies podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Sinister Sissies. You can follow me on Twitter at Jared Bartle. That's Jared with a Y. You can follow us on Instagram and get in contact with Sam at Sinister underscore Sissies. And we would really appreciate you supporting us on Patreon uh, for as little as $3 a month. It really helps out the show. You get access to exclusive after shows and early and ad-free episodes. Yeah, and we're independent and even poorer than before. So, you know, we do need, we need those cash dollars. Yes. The, the ad revenue is not going so well. <laughs> uh, until next time, though, stay sinister. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.